C-Note is at the beach. What? So he, Owen's, is he listening at Owen the beach? beach. No, oh, that's uh, why he's not listening because he's at the beach. The fucker should be listening at, at the beach. At the beach. Is he one of your regulars? Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh. he was on my uh, putt-putt team. Yeah. And, uh, Which lost. <laughs> it's because he was providing a service. Mm. Was it? Or was yeah. it because we were better? IT service while he was putt-putt golfing. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best for putt-putt golfing. Yeah. I'm just maybe you're not, not. You're not the best. I mean, you're the best this year. That's right. I am the best. Your team is the best. That's you're right. not the best. You're like the worst of the your entire team. I think I was the worst. <laughs> you're the wor- um, you are the worst is what you are. I think it might have been the worst on my team. <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And I'm excited today because uh, our guests uh, just kind of, I think, stumbled upon us, which is fantastic, which is the best way to go about this. But a mainstay in Tacoma. And uh, gosh, Angel, have you have you been here for like forever? Like, well, just, since I was born, I can't really nice. tell you what happened before that. Always. <laughs> all right, fair. All right. So always has been a part of Tacoma. And I know throughout the years have uh, has definitely been a part of that, which we're going to get to. And I'm very excited for. With you also is Voxy. Voxy, how are you doing? I'm amazing. This is great. I'm so stoked for this because, Angela, you are the Duchess of Downtown. And I'm excited about this because Scott actually has known you for uh, a little while. I wouldn't say known. I think our paths have crossed a couple of times. Um, I I believe we hung out at Million Cups of Coffee, which was one of my favorite things to do back in the day. At the Swiss. Yeah, it was was fantastic. Which I greatly miss. Me too. Yeah, yeah. It was was, awesome. Like it was like Wednesday mornings, um, like eight or nine or something early. And you would go and every day. It was like once a week on Wednesdays and they would give like uh, they had a every time they had a business that would give like a presentation. But it was short. Oh, it was okay. like a minute long or something. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I describing it correctly? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember how many minutes, but it, that sounds it, it was accurate. really short. Right. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't like a, a it was like a, basically an elevator speech. And then everybody got to ask questions and like interact. It was super good for like entrepreneurs. If you were just even like thinking about a business um, and that's what you and brogan would go and do and just kind of yeah. hang out and yep. it, was it to figure out like business stuff or was it just to like meet people oh, yes okay <laughs> <laughs> all the things because you would meet people but then also um i think um there were uh uw um people mm-hmm. um, university of washington um people there that would um like critique what you were doing they would tell you they did oh, yeah it's kind of like a your, like yes. a shark tank yes it, sort was, of it was i really enjoyed it um, and then I, I almost think that we even might have seen each other or been at a couple of things that were like um, crowdfunding things, maybe some Kickstarter things. I know there were some people putting putting together little, um, you know, come get like a presentation on Kickstarter. Yeah. So I, we've ran across each other a couple of times, maybe even at Art on the App or something. Yeah. Because we, we've done some interviews in the past or or talked to people um a couple of times yeah yeah yeah. just walking around yeah this year uh not so much it was just to kind of go and hang out um but we've done stuff where we just took the recorder and gone down on art on the ave which um you are now a a, a very integral part of uh what what are you doing with art on the ave well i organized it this year with the help of mario lorenz who is actually the the producer this year and he's the district manager of sixth avenue business district so sixth avenue business district is who puts that event on and they usually hire someone to come in and organize and i've i've done it three four or five times over the years but um i took like a eight-year hiatus and just came back this year nice and so yeah coming back to it it's uh i loved it because art on the ave is one of those things where you just shut down basically from like Sprague to almost union and you just get to experience the, the, the shops out there, 
Uh, a lot of the restaurants or bars will have just the open out on the uh, out on the street uh, mm-hmm. seating and serving. And then you get to see, again, art on the app. So much cool art from so many different people who live around this area. And you get to experience all that. That's super amazing. I've loved all of that. Yeah, this year was really special. Um, it really felt like... Uh, you know, post-pandemic homecoming. Mm, I think yeah. that Art on the App had kind of lost touch with the people who were most integral in putting it together. There was definitely like a little family around it. And they they tried out using different organizers who called different people. And it was just kind of, it was just kind of different, kind of foreign. And this year we brought in all the, all the people. So it was just like, you, you couldn't take three steps without seeing someone you knew. You know, and that was what was so great about it. That's why yeah, afterwards everyone yeah. said they had such a great time is because they all ran into people, <laughs> you know, that they used to know and like hadn't seen. And, yep. you know, we've all been away, haven't we? Like, it, it's, Oh, absolutely. Like this last couple of years, it's the fact that now we're able to finally start to kind of reintegrate everyone back into society and getting back, not to back to what it was, but just getting back to those activities that we once did and were once able to interact with. You can really see the difference. Like all the events, all the festivals, all the parades, all the concerts I've been to this year, like suddenly it's like, whoa, people are out again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Attendance is back. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Which I'm super stoked about. And having, been down what no i'm not just i'm just not as stoked yeah. as you are <laughs> <laughs> Introvert over yes here. Yeah. i i really <laughs> enjoyed like i worked through most of the pandemic and i really enjoyed riding the, the trains with nobody on it and, yeah. the, and the yeah. buses with nobody on <laughs> yeah. it i really enjoyed it um also though um Man, I I like going to um, bar comedy is one of my favorite things to go to. I, I it's we've been we've we've done it since we started the podcast. We've we've always been active in that scene, and and I really like to see that coming back. Right, I like to see like bars sh- people showing up doing comedy and booing the comedians, <laughs> <laughs> booing the comedians. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Is it um, like amateurs that yes, are like yes. did, just doing yes. that because like they always wanted to? Comedy, and like yeah. yeah, open mics or, or people working yeah. through material. People yeah. need right. a place to. Mm-hmm. Work. Comedian, you don't think about comedians, but they need a place to work out what they do, right? And open mics a lot of times are good, but they're not um they're they're filled with amateurs right a lot of times so um so they need like a, 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 a an in the middle spot yeah so, you don't get an accurate response from a right. bunch of other comedians you, you get more accurate response with a normal folk yeah, yeah. yeah. so there's a there's yeah. a whole industry of bar comedy where is they, anyone coaching yeah. them like is there a, is there a program no, you for can't them, coach just, a comedian are they just <laughs> <laughs> what what i don't know it is a craft well and, and then figure out how to present it properly Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm pretty funny, but I wouldn't get up there. No oh, way. I yeah. would. I would have to yeah. take a class or watch a YouTube video or something. <laughs> and that's why they do it. It's mm-hmm. practice, right? Yeah. They're they're, yeah. Li- they're literally learning as they do it. Um, and so yeah, they need that intermediate spot. It's um, like karaoke for jokes. Yeah. Yes. Like some people are really I, gonna suck. I know comedians who and, have gone to karaoke yeah. bars and done a set instead of nice. a song, like a five minute thing. That I takes bravery. That. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. that's like huge amount of like I don't know, just the 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 uh, just crazy on that microphone takeover i just love love anybody who has a passion for something and they're just trying to do it because you know their families are like come on get a real job (laughs) you know like when are you gonna grow up and like take life seriously really a podcast you're 40 you're 40 fucking years (laughs) old already Like get a job. Oh man, <laughs> we've obviously all heard these things from I, our family. I work really hard at something that I find kind of fun, so I don't have to like feel like I'm going through a slog. And I mean, yeah. everyone like we all have our normal jobs, but we go out and we do the podcasting because it's our garage band. Yeah. It's our yeah. karaoke Saturday night. It's Absolutely, that aspect of what fulfills us a yeah. lot of the times, yeah. and yeah. part of that is being able to go out and talk especially with GCP, like we're, we, the whole basis of this podcast for me, um, and Brogan and Scott started it before my time. But when I came on, I was like, I want an oral history of what's happening right now in Tacoma. And so we would, we've talked to small businesses. We've talked to like the Tacoma urban performing arts center. We've talked with, uh, just people who have lived in Tacoma throughout 
the throughout the years. And Angela, like when you sent us the message, it was like, yes, we want to get you on as soon as freaking yeah, possible yeah. because you lived excited. all this stuff. Yeah, that was like a couple days ago. I was pretty happy that you. <laughs> yeah, no, the turnaround and the fact that you were like, yeah, I'll come on and like through the short notice because we're recording today at the 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 beautiful renovated Union Club, and it's we don't get down here as often as possible because scheduling it's hard to get and set up a whole bunch of people to come down especially once you know football season starts and no one wants to do anything (laughs) on a sunday but we're just trying to figure out you know hey we want to get down here and we want to talk with people and we want to have them hang out in cool places talk about the cool stuff they do yeah thanks for doing it in my neighborhood yeah right oh you're you're around here i'm a downtown girl of course (laughs) well i mean that's just a downtown that kind of makes sense hotel olympus Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm actually writing a book about it when I'm in my spare time, which hasn't been very much. <laughs> Fair. Admittedly, yeah, I mean, lately. One of her million projects. But I'm always looking for people who know things about Hotel Olympus, especially pre-1997 when they did the renovation. So wow. if, if you run into people who, especially if they have photos, the photos of the interior from yeah. before are few and far between. And everyone always says, go look at Pacific Northwest room. But I have done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've gotten through the stuff that we know we have. Now I want to the stuff that people have in their basements in their photo yeah. albums like brogan lived at uh, there but i don't think it was pre-96 97 no. you know well, there used to be a house on the roof what Whoa. yeah there was a house on the roof and for some reason they took it down um the penthouse for i really real. i don't really think it was that though i think oh. it was much i think it was much less glamorous than that it was like a moonshine but i would check love to see pictures of it on the inside you know there's a yeah. couple of pictures where you can see it on the roof from a distance yep but I'm I'm real curious about that. I just lean into Steve Steve Dunkelberger. You know Dunkelberger, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Every time yeah. we get anything history related, I'm like, I would even maybe you know talk Steve, with right with uh, Chris with uh, Pretty oh, yeah. Tours too. Yeah, yeah he's, he's done a, a lot mainstay. on Hotel Olympus too. He knows quite a bit about it also. Yeah, we that that is one of the neatest things is there is a lot of history here, and there's a lot of people that embrace it, right? Yeah, and they, 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 I. Yeah, I like it. I don't know. I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're yeah, on a podcast. Don't get me don't going on a tangent about historic Tacoma. Yet. <laughs> no, that's one of like the favorite parts about this. And that's like one of the things I like to talk with people um, about this, about um, uh, the uh, the Union Club, is it was the original Union Club from 1888 built at that time where yeah. – they would do all of the the union deals. All the union leaders would come in here and do whichever nefarious deals. Yep. That's all that dark history of Tacoma. Mm-hmm. All the all the things we have parks for. All those things were decided in these <laughs> yeah. dark ass buildings, right? Yeah. It, it's a weird history to think about when you walk through here. I yeah, but it's a part of our history, yep. and I feel that's something that we shouldn't shy away from. Nope. And be like, oh yeah, that thing that they did was super shitty. Yes, and so let's maybe not do that again. Now that we know the history about it, and a lot of people don't necessarily know about that, so that's one of the aspects we have uh, mm-hmm. about that. And I mean, even recent history, it's one of the the aspects of living in like this city. Uh, I lived here when I was young and moved all around Tacoma University Place, Fife, and all that area. And I just remember growing up here in the eighties and nineties when you would never think of going to Wright Park. And now we have beautiful it's the park is beautiful and the the events that they have going on there, the art events, the food truck events, all of those things. It was like unheard of 30 years ago. The fact that we can adapt and change some of those aspects of it uh, is pretty cool, in my opinion. Yep. The, the right park conservatory. Yeah. Go there. Look at the flowers. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Across the street is the... Uh, the document farm? Yes, the document <laughs> museum. museum, which is fantastic. <laughs> Go there and check that out, too. That's yeah. my favorite place. So, yeah, I'm I love a it. dork. <laughs> <laughs> so what got you started on being the Duchess of Downtown? Funny story. Um, I was unemployed. And I was always connected with the business, the small businesses, especially the, the micro businesses, like the one man, two men, little little shops yep. and stuff like that. And there was a, not a lot of foot traffic going on downtown. And those, those businesses were really suffering. So I decided that I would start a blog, um, ironically, because I was kind of mad about the whole gritty city image of Tacoma. No offense. <laughs> fair. No, fair. But, you know, we have beautiful things in Tacoma. We yep. have opera and, you know, we have... The, all these theaters and, you know, all of these wonderful stores and everything. And I'm tired of people talking down to Tacoma. 
you know? Yeah. So I thought I can just go in there and take pictures of the stores and the things that they have for sale in there and try to bring more attention so people will actually come down and check them out. They don't stop their cars and get out and go inside, but I can show them what's on it on the inside. Yeah. And then maybe I can entice them to start shopping. And this was very pre-influencer. Oh, yeah. This things. was oh, a long yeah. time ago. Gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was anonymous. Like, Duchess of Downtown was never supposed to be me. In fact, I hired two other people and they were taking pictures and doing the same thing. And nice. so it's just kind of like, but, a, like a being. Like, yeah, yeah. But I was on Facebook and I had a, I've always had a pretty big following on Facebook. You know, after I was with the volcano, I kind of amassed a, a following that way and I needed to promote the blog so p- more people would go see it. So I was promoting the blog and it became kind of disingenuous to not admit that it was mine. I don't like lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, then it just, that just, then people just started calling me that. <laughs> And I remember Marilyn Strickland, the mayor at the time, said, of course, you're the Duchess of downtown. I was like, all right, I accept it. I started to like it after that. You know, people started to associate that with me. So I was it was kind of fun. So I just kept going with it. But my my cute line about it was like most people daydreamed about being a princess or a queen. But I had lower self-esteem. I only wanted to be a duchess. (laughs) I love it, but I, though that's like I love a lot the just, less responsibility. Yeah, but then you're like also putting all this responsibility on yourself to go and do this stuff and expose. Damn it, I do. I do. Yeah, <laughs> yep. But that's like the best part, and that's like what I'm like so stoked about because like being able to highlight, especially with something like art on the Ave, it's part of it is the vendors who come in and sell their art, but it's also like you just said, exposing people to all of the businesses that are down there that you mm-hmm. might not know about the. Stargazer comics, just like off the top of my head, they've got the, you know, the great bar scene and the great food scene, but there's also a bunch of little shops just tucked in there Mm -hmm. that I don't want to say that they get forgotten, but not quite noticed all the time. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm amazed every time I decide to go on a little walk through downtown, I always find some little hidden something that I was like, what? Mm -hmm. How long has this been here? You know? Yeah. We have to do better PR for our small businesses. A hundred percent. And it's the way that things, uh, especially, I mean, obviously since the pandemic, but just how everything is in flux. You're seeing old school restaurants down on Pacific Avenue going away and new ones coming in. Everything's always evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to be able to show the the people who are working hard at what they're trying to accomplish. And sometimes it's one or two people making it happen. We're seeing it with Brogan with yeah. Cosmic Bottles. Yeah, yeah. Like he's creating his bottle shop out there and just working his ass off to to make it happen. And you don't get to really highlight that a lot. Fortunately, we're you know we're a, we have enough of a, a little bit of an influence that we can tell people about some of the cool things, right? But it takes a lot more than just us. It takes yeah. everyone being able to share stuff, go experience something, go and if you have a good time somewhere, like take a picture and show it, like yeah. mm-hmm. well, a little a bit. Great segue, showcasing and highlighting all the amazing things in Tacoma is a great segue into what we're really doing now. And that's with reviving the weekly volcano because that's what that is all about, right? Is sharing all those Tacoma stories. I'm excited about this. I look at everything through the lens of being a festival organizer. To me, it's just like a festival on paper. Sure. You know, one thing I loved about festivals is that it's the one chance where local musicians get to be showcased in an environment that isn't a bar. Yeah. And a lot of people don't go to bars. And some people's music is not even suited to a bar environment Mm -hmm. so festivals are like the one opportunity that they can get in in front of all all different kinds of people that's what i really loved about porch fest is um it was just out in the open incredible yeah you i can't believe how many bands there are (laughs) right that none of us knew about (laughs) i'm like write those down we got to go find all of them after this for the paper (laughs) it's hard hard to find them sometimes too like you look them up afterwards and you're like man was that like the only time i am i'm ever gonna get a chance to get a cd from that dude right (laughs) yeah um because sometimes i look i really like them i have a stack of cds that are all just like um handwritten names on them (laughs) from people (laughs) from things like porch fest and then just walking down the street you know people are like here's a cd five bucks i'm like i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> see if in seattle i get that and it's like yeah. they just put it in your hand so that's yeah. kind of different. no i thing. love porch fest and and yes i i totally agree with what you're saying i think we need more things to support local artists local bands yeah so tell us a little bit about um the the volcano because you started there as a writer how did that work out i started as a freelance writer 
and then I took over as a graphic designer. Oh, wow. And then okay. I pretty much did almost every job in the shop at one time or another. And um, I was laid off in 2008 when everybody was laid off. Mm-hmm. And um, I went on to do festivals and other things independently, but I always stayed in touch with Ron Swarner. He was a big supporter of everything I did. Oh. In fact, he was uh, always a sponsor of the Tacoma Art Bus. I mean, we were doing Third Thursday Art Bus tours. Boss, that's right. Once a month for seven years. That's wow. right. And we're going to be bringing that back soon, too. <clears throat> nice. So I'm um, really excited about bringing back the Art Bus. That's the one project that everyone always says, when are you going to bring back the Art Bus? The other one is Speakeasy Arts Cooperative. We had a arts cooperative on, on Broadway um, that was uh, – King Five Best in Western Washington's best art galleries in the in the whole area. We were the only Tacoma gallery to be mentioned besides the Museum of Glass. Wow, um, that existed for one year and one month. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when we lost our our um, our lease on our space, other spaces wanted us to move in there. And uh, I was just tired. <laughs> yeah, fair. I needed a break. It's hard to organize. I was part of that. It's it's hard to organize, you know, a dozen or more artists to every month commit to their share of the rent and their <laughs> share of the workload of maintaining the space mm-hmm. and running the gallery part of it and everything. So it was it was a huge workload to keep that place running. But it was it, it was, was so brilliant fun while, it while it was going. <laughs> yeah. It was one yeah. of the best years of my life. Yeah, it was so good. That's amazing. Like, yeah, that's really cool. It's it's just cool because having the um, ability to just go out there and be like, I think we can do this, and you do it for a while, and you're like, oh, that it's fucking hard, but we're still gonna, you know, you push through it for as far as it's fun, and then being able to just get up and go out there and do the next thing, the next thing, yeah, yeah. and but it's still it's still focused on the community, which is super cool on that aspect. I'm kind of like that in all projects. Like I see if I can climb that tree, and once I get to the top, I'm like, okay, okay. okay. where's the next tree? I proved that I can do that. <laughs> Let me go see if I can do this other thing. You know, it, and that's I mean, it's coming full circle now because you're bringing back. The volcano. Yeah. And <laughs> why do you look nervous? <laughs> because, uh, it is a big challenge. Yeah. It's a, a big shoes to fill. I, I, I think a lot of people know what Ron Swarner did for this community when he invented the weekly volcano. He's a mentor of mine. And that man gave away a lot of awards and they should have all been given to him because he was the backbone of the creative community in Tacoma and the small business community of Tacoma. For and when we time. lost, yeah. yeah, when we lost the volcano, Everything felt disconnected. I hear it over and over and over. When Whenever we talk about the volcano, they're like, oh, God, you know, I miss that. Because it had that calendar that had every single thing yes. happening, every single place. And he was so vigilant about keeping that. It's absolutely 100%. He knew everything. I tried to, I used to try to stump him <laughs> on stories and I'd be like, Oh, I got a thing. I'm going to call him up. And he'd be like, Oh, yeah, I know. And I'm like, How do you know everything? <laughs> well, and that's, I, there have been so many things that, um, I've missed out on or like, I want to go do this thing. And then it's that day. Brew five, three yep. was yesterday. And I straight up forgot until I got a text message from a friend saying, Hey, are you here? I thought I saw you. I'm like, no, that's just another bald white dude with a beard. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. So what you need to do <laughs> Not is like you need to get on Facebook, <laughs> on, on the weekly volcanoes page on Facebook. Yes. We are posting every single day, every single event that's happening that day in Tacoma. Nice. And, and this is just our first tiny baby step towards getting to the point where we have a really comprehensive thing, but we're doing a pretty good job. We miss things once in a while. Every but, event we oh, can yeah. find. Yeah. yeah every event we can stuff- Slips under our we radar still got to train everybody to tell us yeah. what they're doing. But, well, well, we're you know we're just beginning. We're just this is the beginning. That's a of this lot thing. of work, man. Yeah. It is a lot of work. A lot of work. <laughs> I'm just saying when we when we first started the podcast, Brogan and I, we started. We did. We were like, oh, we'll we'll put up a community calendar. People can send us stuff. And and it wasn't very long. I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> like this yeah. is a lot of work, right? Yeah. Like, like this is respect, supposed to be. A, yeah, yeah. This is a hobby. I'm doing this once a week. I'm not. Yeah. It's so a, good for inc- you guys. It is incredibly yeah. tedious. You got three different people: Dagmore Peterson, Sarah Jones, and Boxy, all yeah. working on that and getting that together for you guys. And pretty soon it'll probably be a full time job for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're hoping actually 
that, you know, the AI app that will just go Uh-oh. scour the internet will grab all that information for us and just plug it in. See, into that's power. why I like, like AI. In the next, yeah. next year or two, yeah, we're hoping like that, that yeah. something like that will be available. That's like, that's the good things that AI can do. Can yeah. Kind of like that sort of thing. As long as it's like the AI is not to writing assist. the articles. To assist. Yes. No, yes. we want to write them. You yeah. Know? But we, we could use the help on the clerical stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Admin. Like use that technology. I mean, that's uh, on our last podcast. We're talking about <laughs> how technology technological Tacoma is in itself like there is a lot of really cool tech things that happen in this city that a lot of people don't even know about and anything that can help you work and ease the workload and to be able to do the the fun stuff really is kind of the big aspect on that too yeah we want to be really great at what we do and have the foundation just solid and there for us so. I think some important things to say to your audience regarding the volcano, because I know a lot of people love it, miss it, are excited it's coming back. I think a lot of people are like, well, what's the, st- what's the story? Why is it coming? How is it coming back? Yeah, good call. And, um, you know, uh, she went, we went and talked to Ron Swarner about it first, um, made sure that we had his blessing and everything. And I'll let Angie tell the Angela tell the rest of the story here, but it's a little synchronistic, I feel like, and mm-hmm. and there's a lot of support for it. So everything to do with me and the volcano is a story of synchronicity, which is like kind of a theme of my life. I first started working for the volcano because um, I was looking for a part time job. I was a website developer on my own. I had just left my job at Warehouser, and. Right then, people thought the dot-com bubble had burst and that websites were a thing of the past. And yeah, so I, I, remember could, that. I thought yeah. I was going to be the person that did all the websites for the bands and all the nightclubs and all that kind of stuff. And like everyone's like, nah, we're never cool on that. <laughs> so I had to find like a part-time job. So I lived in Lakewood at the time and I went to the Lakewood Town Center. And I was just driving around thinking maybe I could just get like a retail job that I could quit if, you know, something really good came along or whatever. And I saw the sign that said Ranger and I had a vague idea that it was some kind of newspaper. Yeah. And just like, it's just one of those weird things. I just picked up my daughter who was little at the time. I was wearing my gray sweatpants with a hole in the knee. And she was, you know, I was holding hands with my kid. And I walk in there to this receptionist and she looks up at me and I was like, you guys don't need like any writers or anything like that, do you? And she was like, um, and just that moment, Ron Swarner walked by and he was, he stopped and he looked at me. He goes, what do you write about? And I knew this was the wrong answer, but I said, music because i have this little newsletter called the happy friday club newsletter and i was writing about the bands and my friends in the bands nice yeah as it turned out he had been reading it somebody a mutual friend had told him about it and i thought only my friends read it so he basically hired me on the spot and i became volcano from that moment forward wow that's awesome that is super cool flash forward i spend seven and a half years managing hotel olympus as the as the manager of the building and after your volcano. Oh, yeah. Way, 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 way after. Like, I don't even want to say how many years difference. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had worked up to like associate editor or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, volcano? yeah. yeah, I was I was like full time doing Ranger, Airlifter, Weekly Volcano. Well, all of those. Yeah, yeah, I was laying out the newspapers. I was doing the website. I was writing six articles a week. Like I had my own Fuck. music column. Like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. But you loved it. That's why you could just pour yeah. yourself I loved into it. it. Yeah. yeah, it was heartbroken in 2008 when, you know, everything was like falling apart for newspapers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And but, you know, I still loved them and they loved me and we stayed in touch. And like I said, he sponsored a bunch of stuff and we kept in touch. Anyway, um, I, I knew I wanted to change jobs. I was done being the apartment manager and I wanted to do some more fun things, something that was more in line with who I who I am, you know, and um I was watching this video um, on YouTube. I love YouTube. Um, I was watching this video on YouTube by uh, Cody Sanchez, and she was talking about buying boring businesses. And um, in my time at the as an apartment manager, I learned how to invest in real estate. I went oh, on a, I went yeah. on a journey about um, being fi- you know being financially sound and learning fin- you know how to how to manage finances, be good with money. And um, in the process of my working there, I ended up buying a couple of duplexes one at a time, you know, just doing that thing. And so I was going to buy another duplex because I was thinking this was going to be my retirement plan. But I knew when I left my job, I wasn't going to be able to get a loan for that. So I was going to have to do something different. So Cody Sanchez talking about buying boring businesses, like, I wonder if there's a business I could buy instead (laughs) of that. And then the next morning, I get a text from my best friend over here, and she's like, what's your favorite job that you ever had? And I was like, uh, Weekly Volcano. And then I realized, And oh. I'm like, you should start your own paper. And I was like, I think I'm going to buy Weekly Volcano. Wow. So I reached out to the current owners of it, which was Ron Swarner's brother, Ken. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, we negotiated a little bit. We came to a deal and they let me buy it. That's awesome. And you know what I just found out? I guess there's not that many women who own newspapers, like (laughs) at all. Like there's like 38 or something crazy like that. okay, yeah. And I didn't even think of that when I was doing it. I was just doing it because I realized I was, Ken said I'm the only person he would have sold that to. Oh, neat. So it was never coming back. With what you just said, yeah. It was never coming back. So I'm just like, well, I guess if I'm the only one that can and I know that we need this, I don't really have a choice here. (laughs) Like (laughs) this is, this is happening. Yeah. I'll figure it out on the way. And luckily I have really great friends and they're helping me get this off the ground and Sixth Avenue, letting me do art on the Ave was really great co-branding for us to get the weekly volcano name back out there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's exciting. Everything just is sort it of is... kind of, yeah, coming together. This yeah. maelstrom is like working itself out. And... I knew that she was feeling a little pressure and stress because she'd quit her job because she knew she didn't want to do it anymore. She wasn't quite sure what she was going to do next. And I had been, I had been thinking about stuff too for, her and I was like, she loved working for the weekly volcano. Mm-hmm. She should start her own new- newspaper. And this was like eight or nine o'clock in the morning. I had like just finished a meditation. So I was just like high on life and everything, you know, and I was just like, I got all this inspiration. So I'm like writing her this huge text. You know what? You should start your own paper. You loved working at the volcano. And, blah. and I'm just like, and I'm like, it's way too early for all that. So I just, <laughs> One sentence, I like just deleted of, it all. Yeah. Like, what was your favorite job you ever had? And I still feel like that was a lot for the morning. And she did. She's like, she but was, I knew the answer. So, so it was she okay. was, it's kind of early for that. She's like, but I'd probably have to say the volcano. I was like, exactly. I knew you were going to say that. You should start your own paper. And then that's, well, like, yeah, I she's like, I, I can just buy where I left the paper off with I love. The one I yeah. already have. So, so, um, with the volcano, um, where can people find, like, is the volcano live yet no okay we've done two event programs so okay. we printed twice we've proven we can do it nice we did it for art on the Advent <laughs> program eight pages of loveliness and then we did it again for mosaic festival which is ethnic fest yes mm-hmm. absolutely 100 okay. percent. i saw and your pictures on your instagram meeting all the uh oh, yeah. all the uh, luminaries from the uh the, from uh from the, Tacoma. yeah from uh, woodards and everyone and everything right yeah they were all there and then um we're gonna do another one for hilltop street fair oh when is that that is the 26th, I believe, 25th or 26th. Nice. Check me go. on that. Yeah. I didn't know you were going to quiz me. I know. Um, <laughs> it's around that time. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that our official newspaper is going to come out at the end of September, and it's going to be the October issue. Okay. So we covering went, all things October. Covering all things October. Nice. Um, because we have to learn how to do this as we go along. Mm-hmm. And we've got great mentors doing, you know, with us. We're not alone in any, really, but... Anyway, we're going to start monthly, and we're going to do a weekly newsletter email. Nice. So it'll still be Tacoma, or it'll still be a weekly volcano, but it will be a monthly print at least for the first year, while we figure out what pace works for us. Yeah, and I mean that makes the the, the best sense in the world with that yep. aspect too. Like even just having the newsletter and just having something with the immediacy of knowing, hey, I can plan my weekend, I can plan my week, I can see what's happening around. Um, just. Yep. It, it, it's one of those where I want to do be able to do more things in Tacoma because I I fucking love this city. Like mm-hmm. it's the one that I, I grew up in all around different areas. Grew up in University Place. Grew up in Five. Grew up all sorts of areas of Tacoma. I did a, a, a an audit of all the places I've lived, mm-hmm. and now I just I want to go through and find all of the different places and get pictures of them and do like some stuff on that because it's you get to see like what you remember and then how the neighborhoods have changed now. I feel like that after the pandemic, I drive around now and Dude, I'm like, where did that yes. huge building come from? <laughs> what? Yeah. Where's like, that I building have, that used to be there? I, uh, I just found out that my, uh, one of the houses that I grew up in, um, out in Roy is now an Airbnb. This is a gigantic, like 16 guest mansion essentially. And I'm just like, Fuck, should I go? It's like, I know the secrets of that house. I wonder if they still know about the. I've, I wonder if they got rid of the hidden door, like downstairs. Like, there's all sorts of weird shit in that. You should like, go stay there and cool. find out. I want to. It's I, accessible I, yeah. if it's Airbnb. I'm going to vlog it, but it's like 400 bucks, too. So I got to, like, wait a minute or at least get a bunch of people. Do a podcast on it, <gasps> get a sponsor. <gasps> oh. And do it live. Yeah. I think I mean, we're going to do that. I mean, yeah, we're going to do that. But there was that sort of aspect of just like the change and seeing how things have changed and yeah. even just like looking into Coma and like living off of like G Street or off of Yakima and be like, I used to live in that house. I, 
I bore my wife when we're driving around. Like, I'm like, well, I used to live there. I used to live there. And I'm like, wait, I moved a lot as a kid. You should see when people walk with me downtown. And I'm like, this building and that building. And this person over here owns this. And <laughs> Tour guide. Yeah. <laughs> Support for the Grit City Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Packages is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code GRITCITY at manscaped.com. We did get the performance package 4.0. It's a game changer. Jeff, how are your balls? Oh, they're so good. You don't know the level you you could take them to as far as comfort and I'm going to say confidence. I swagger. I thought that was just the steps he was taking because his pants were down around his ankles to show it off. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the Lawnmower 4.0. The Lawnmower 4.0 is the trimmer that is the future of grooming and consensus with everyone. The greatest ball trimmer you guys have ever used. 100% best body hair trimmer I've ever used. They're waterproof. You just need to do the quick in out. Maybe uh, you have somebody coming over and you need to get it done quick. You're like, hold on, I need to take a shower. You know, get my funk off. And then you can get yourself uh, trimmed up, cleaned up, use that ball deodorant. Makes your ball sack really smooth and soft. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. So the first thing I, I was- did do, I went to my wife and she was sitting down. So I showed her. I said, hey, what's this smell like? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? And she said it was better than the alternative. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GRITCITY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code GRITCITY. Unlock confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. That's another thing I really um, love about Tacoma and people coming in and embracing it are like um, Chris with Pretty Gritty Tours. Um I love what he's doing for our city, by the way. He's so good at it. He's amazing at it. We've had him on twice on this. And just the fact that he's able just to rattle off stuff. And I'm just like, this is so cool to have a resource that knows how to research all of this information and find it out there. And then savvy enough to do it on Facebook, on TikTok. Like, I love watching his stuff on TikTok because you just get a quick little excerpt. You get a little bit of a history lesson and be able to do that. Like... And going from that and even with like with the print, like being able to see what's going on, what's happening, who's doing what and or what has been or any of those sort of things. Like I love the history and I mean, even recent history of the city. We so on our Instagram and our Facebook each morning, there's a post that says what's going on for the day. And we realize that a lot of people want to like plan, you know, they're the next weekend or something, mm-hmm. not necessarily day of. So the website is still very new and still much in its baby phases, but there is a weekly dash volcano.com. Yeah. Perfect. Weekly hyphen volcano.com. Um, but there is a working calendar on there. Um, it's probably not as extensive uh, as like the daily post we do, but, but we try to keep the biggest stuff yeah. always current on there. Um, so that if you're wanting to go and, and look at what's going on next weekend, there will be stuff on there. Um, and then like we have a, we have a linktree.com forward slash weekly volcano too, where you can find our Instagram and our Facebook and our stuff. TikTok and the website. And- yeah. We didn't have any followers because they had destroyed all the social media accounts so we had to start oh, they just from, nuked everything yeah it was never coming back wow. guys it deactivate was, mode guys they, always they even back. got rid of the paper newspaper archives mostly i was able what? to get i was able to get the digital archive of 2008 through 2019 which i intend to turn over to the pacific northwest room because that's yeah. that's our history yeah. by the way you should do that with your podcast when you were talking earlier about how that's you're speaking our history yeah you are you're speaking to our our future generations we are the ancestors to the people of the future. So we have that to turn that so over nice. to the library. Aww, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. But all of, the, yeah, all yeah. of the stuff that I wrote from the volcano was 2003 to 2008 and it's all gone. Wow. Oh, wow. So that we're thinking sucks. like once we get more established and stuff, we might do a call out to the public to see if people have um, newspapers from 2003 <laughs> to 2008 so that we can get those scanned and put into the library for, yeah. for our history. 100%. I bet somebody somewhere has got to have that. A lot of like, people saved them because there were stories about them like people all the time had my, my stories that i wrote about them in their promo packs for their bands and stuff like that nice. so that stuff is out there it's just a question of you know 
getting the word out and 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 having them a place where they can bring them yeah. we're not we're not that com- we haven't got that figured out yet but one of the many things on the to-do list yes, of, of the volcano's future it's kind yes. of a low priority right now i'm really focused on the summer camp so yeah i saw the instagram post about the summer camp you're having a summer camp for small businesses yeah that sounds really kind of fun are you gonna is everyone gonna like a t-shirt and you're gonna like yeah uh, do we're doing the whole thing yeah oh you yep. are yeah nice. and uh kim archer is is with uh, is one of our team members and she's actually um doing ad sales for us now we have a like a celebrity ad sales person it's pretty awesome <laughs> and um she's gonna she's gonna help people lead a sing-along you know so we'll sing campfires with kim archer on her guitar and that's stuff. amazing and we partner with startup 253 and um Solid. jennifer english from spaceworks tacoma nice spaceworks is amazing and yeah. a william factory small business incubator and some others that I can't name yet because the ink's not dry on the deal. Fair. But we're bringing in like subject matter experts. Like we were talking about AI earlier. Mm-hmm. That's a subject that a lot of small businesses have curiosity about. So we're yeah. going to bring in some experts to talk about the tools out there that they can use AI to help them with their micro businesses. Cool. And we're going to talk about marketing in this modern world where all the corporations are outspending us. And um, we're going to talk about recession proofing. Oh, because everyone keeps call. saying that stuff's about to happen. Stuff's yeah. going to go down. So we're I gonna, love this. We're going to try to just, you know, bulletproof them as much as we can and have them know each other, too, because I yeah. feel like one of the things Spaceworks did really well was they built communities around their cohorts. So those people supported each other in every aspect, yep. you know. And I just love that. And yeah. what if, what if the whole, what if all the small businesses in Tacoma knew each other and they all pulled together like that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, how can it, that how, could be really powerful? How can people participate? They can go to weekly volcano.com slash summer camp. Okay. Perfect. So it's, Easy, yeah. it's for small businesses in Tacoma and there are scholarships available. If people feel like they can't afford the $300 ticket price, they can um, apply for a scholarship. Nice. And I'm working with some sponsors that will um, cover the cost for that. Cool. So yeah. it was just one night, you know, one evening, one night, and one full day. And we're going to learn it's like stuff. dinner, songs, party. And then the next day is like the business stuff. You, right? you do the business <laughs> stuff, but there's also fun stuff. You know, yeah. you can go boating, you can climb a wall, you can play with the archery. There's a swimming pool. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome. That is amazing. I love that. Do we need to take a break for a sec? Or? No, no, we're oh, fine. Oh, wait, cool, cool, cool. She just was showing me my phone. Okay, well, because cool. I thought Kim. Yeah, had... Kim's not coming, unfortunately. Oh, okay. that's fine. She had car trouble. It's okay. Oh no, yeah, no worries. I just wanted to make sure that there wasn't someone sitting downstairs. <laughs> no, that's no, what fine. I wanted to make sure. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're fine. So again, everyone can find stuff at weekly-volcano.com. It's a good way to get right in on that. The yeah. social media, follow all of that. And please don't judge the website. It's it's just a placeholder. We have a new, really fancy website nice. coming. And the new website is going to have a marketplace on it. Probably when you Ooh. saw me at 1,000 Cups, I was talking about start, I was talking about Shop 253, which we were starting at the time we go local. Could've and been. we hit a snag in that halted at that time but now i'm going to do it again so that we can shop local from one website you can search for an item like if you want to buy a hammer you can type in hammer and find all the businesses in tacoma that you can comparison shop nice. and buy it right then because you know we can't we can't we probably can't compete on price with these you know big box retailers and stuff like that but we can close that convenience gap and it and it makes it yeah exactly because it makes it easier it was like oh i if you don't know a local hardware store, like I can't think of one off the top of my head, which kind of sucks because it would be like, oh yeah, just go to the you know Home Depot or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I would rather benefit a small business, yes. somebody who lives in this community as a part of this community at the very least, and to be able to uh, you know get it from there. I don't. I'm I'm at a point where I don't necessarily I don't need the cheapest option, but so I'm able to look at the 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 fact that oh no oh, they're from here it's local I can participate in that aspect that's why I love going to like and trying out as many of the local restaurants as possible because this city has such a cool just like it's so different. Like you go from one side to the other and it's like I talk about restaurants and clubs and such, but even just with the different stores, the small shops, the Mm -hmm. little ones. I mean, you might not know about Glumdrop on South Tacoma Way. It's (laughs) one of the strangest, coolest. Yeah. (laughs) Like like shops that are just fantastic. And you go in there and you like you look on the outside. You're like, well, what is this? And you walk in, you're like, you are in a completely different world that is so uniquely Tacoma. Exactly. And that's what makes Tacoma unique. And there are a lot of benefits from keeping our money circulating locally. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I mean, I, I love it just having seen all the people different, like all the different things that you can do and come in. And I'm just thinking right now about like South Tacoma way, like the, uh, uh, the new introduction of Howdy Bagel. Um, has been pretty huge on that aspect because it's bringing more people down to South Tacoma Way, and I love that area. And it's really starting to yeah, they're having a to liven up, down, up there. down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's I mean I love I, I love the church cantina. I love what they're doing now. I mean because you still got the, the dive- vibe lounge. Yeah, vibe lounge is super. The cool. airport tavern. Yeah. The airport who is now they they're doing some more construction on the side, so they're going to get like a bigger stage area. Yeah, real art is like one of the best places yep. for, for an all ages venue and just seeing all of that and then of course yeah you can go over to like you know the fun dives like the mule and that and just embrace that sort of atmosphere and you just it and I, dawson's yeah it's fun to see all of these aspects do you either of you do you guys have a a favorite place that you like to go to not to you know i mean like you know it's everyone in you know tacoma is like everyone's beautiful but at that same <laughs> aspect also is like do you have like a a fun place that you love to go to if you're feeling like down it doesn't have to be like a restaurant i really bar, love but- my apartment <laughs> <laughs> i call it my girl cave it has everything yeah it's got a giant labradoodle i mean i saw it's the hard pictures to adorable <laughs> larry guardian of the lair <laughs> I um I'm most f- familiar with venues that I perform at. Unfortunately, like the little bit of I don't know is that narcissism or something. I don't no. go to the places no. that hire me. <laughs> My rock star uh, friend over here will tell you about the club scene more than me. <laughs> I haven't sang publicly, but in a I'm long a bit time. too because of, because of my public persona and performances and stuff i'm a bit of an introvert and those off times like Mm -hmm. i put it all out there on the stage and i'm shaking everyone's hand and doing all that when i perform but the rest of the time i'm like stay away from me i want (laughs) you know so by the way she is going to be playing at jazz bone soon really uh no 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 jazz bones isn't until october spanish ballroom next weekend oh that's nice. right spanish ballroom next weekend nice. yeah, yeah, yeah spanish ballroom is a great little venue too. yeah like, that's yeah fun. oh that building is just like like this just all the cool little spaces and stuff like they don't really create buildings like this anymore right what where you've got all the little no they have code now yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> good, good point is that good what point. ruined it that's yes. legit oh. but, uh, but yeah so going through the maze that is McMinimins, yes and, and the art in there from uh, a lot of that's uh jeremy Local. gregory right yeah, jeremy yeah. Gregory, yeah and um yeah, really, really cool vibe at McMinimins for sure. The uh, the wife and I for her birthday, uh, oh, I don't know, pandemic years have screwed everything up. But when uh, a couple of years ago we stayed in the graffiti room, like we did a whole like Tacoma thing. We like we we stayed in the graffiti room. We hung out at uh, down at the at the Rock the Dock because they were having the uh, the yacht club parade was going through with all the yachts with the lights set up, and then we finished at Jazz Bones with uh god i think it was i think it was sir mix a lot sir mix a lot was doing a show there and it was just like a perfect sort of night and then you know you get done with mcminimins uh, afterwards and you have a good breakfast there and it's i love that place because i love what mcminimins is doing by taking old buildings revamping them but also keeping at least a little bit of the vibe yeah so the mm-hmm. graffiti room the art keeping a lot of that sort of stuff they've done it in a bunch of different places hidden bar like yeah. three the different vault? restaurants yeah, yeah. Like, hidden doors that take you to another you know like it's it's pretty cool yeah so it's that's also it's one of my favorites as well. I just love that sort of aspect. Did you yeah. get on the dance floor at that uh, Sir Mix a Lot show? I yeah, you did. was. You, did. you got it right. Is I was a- on the stage. Oh, well, not on the stage, but I was like next to the stage. It was packed. How long like, ago was that? I opened. Vaughn and I opened th- for Sir Mix a Lot at Jazz Bones, but I want to say it was like five years ago or so. It might have been <laughs> like McMinimins was open. Uh huh. Um, and I think it was. It might have been in. 20 it might have been 2019 it might have been right before the pandemic i can't remember what year i always say you gotta dance because you'll remember the night as being way more fun if you have that dancing in your memory and you're not just Mm -hmm. complaining about the tall person that's standing in front of you you can't see oh yeah you really gotta move with it those sound waves are magical Mm -hmm. i absolutely agree with that that's a that's a good that's a good point on that we lost some great places during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, we mentioned the Swiss. The Swiss. Yeah, we the mentioned Swiss. the Swiss. And I know Luigi's wasn't technically Tacoma, oh. but so I, close. It was, I loved, it was a great venue. I loved Luigi's. Luigi's, Peter was an amazing guy. Peter and Katie were just, yeah. I, I loved them. And 
Uh, first off, I loved the pizza there. I I had a I, my birthday where I had my gigantic custom cake that was there. Yeah, but um, no, that that was a really solid venue too. Just yeah. a good music venue too. Yeah, yeah. the like, bands love, love that. that stage because yeah. of the sound system and the it lights really and everything. Good. Fans yeah. love to play there. Yeah. That's when you know you got a good venue when the bands love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. That and was... you mentioned Peter and Kay, but I like I remember when it was Luigi. When it was Louis, you know? did it. Yeah. Like, when it was Louis that was booking us. Gosh, yeah, so, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so it was sad to see those venues go and. But those were the like my hangouts were all the venues I played in the Swiss and Luigi's and Jazz Bones and I mean Airport Tavern over there. Uh, what was the pizza place that was over there by Airport Tavern? Um, that was around the corner. Stonegate. Oh, Do you remember yeah. Stonegate? Oh, yeah, Stonegate. Yeah, which is now a. Um, it, they tried to be another pizza place for a while, and that went away. But they are now a, an event center. Oh, I went to a male stripper aspect. show on the upstairs of that, <laughs> that joint. I, saw I was so uncomfortable. It's a small space. Try being a band and loading up Those to that Those guys are too aggressive. Level. It's like, <laughs> I didn't say you could touch me, sir. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was, I remember... I remember going there because some friends were there downstairs and it was it was a, it was an OK cover band that was playing out front like a bunch of kind of like us, just a bunch of old dudes who are, you know, rocking out to their tunes. And then upstairs was this avant garde French troupe. I, 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 I don't really necessarily want to call it a band, mm-hmm. but it was it was the most surreal thing that I had seen. But you just, you know, you walk up those stairs and it was just like you're almost in just an attic and yeah. you're sitting there mm-hmm. with, you're just face to face with these people just performing. Yeah. I don't know what, there was music and there was Super dancing. intrigued. I wonder what that was. I, I, I have to look back up the, the name because I couldn't remember. And those it. stairs were amazing too, right? They had this, uh, the mural on the stairs. Yeah. It sounds like a fever dream. I don't know. Uh, it might have been. It, it happened. Been. It happened. <laughs> Going up to... and down those stairs with all the band gear was not pleasant. I'm sure that was no fun. But they were beautiful stairs. It's the 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 Tacoma construction where you make the most narrow <laughs> stairs as humanly possible. Yes. Up to an upstairs that is uh technically three bedrooms, but <laughs> it is it should just be one loft. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's Again, that's like the charm of all of that. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember growing up and South Tacoma Way was the dive bars that I would have to sit in the restaurant area while my grandpa hung out at the bar for a little <laughs> while. And so you, you didn't have that sort of like it didn't have the personality that it has now. And I feel that's really cool. Like the fact that people can interject their artistry into this a little bit more. And it's not just a bar to drink. It's a bar to have events or it's like real art where you can just go and you can play rock band on a Tuesday with a bunch of other people. Like you get to cool, do a lot of cool different things. And then even going back to, you know, sixth Avenue and just seeing where that's come like for so long, like we've got the mainstays that I've always loved stuff like the red hot but you get to see some of the new things that are coming in and you see the rotation and you see like, oh, it's like, oh, that place that was once a weed store. I remember when that was a piano bar, right. you know, or like I know exactly what building you're I talking know, about. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get to also see like all the cool murals, like the yeah, like the new mural that had just come With the up. fist and everything, yeah, the, the flowers. Fi- yeah. I love that mural. The dandelion mural. Like yeah. that was the I, I realized it was new because i was like i haven't seen that before and then i looked up on we the, did it just page. in time for art on the app yeah it was beautiful but even like seeing like uh, uh the kraken one or the um uh, sonic sky one like there's like mm-hmm. so many cool things that you can add and i mean even what's a coma like, like the electrical boxes with their with the art on them yeah. like you get to see really really cool stuff or god the crocheted bike racks yes like, the, the sixth avenue yarn bomber yeah i know her yes <laughs> is a real person yeah i think she's uh she's one of the people in that tracksuit tuesday thing have you heard about this what no there's this new group of people they pick a different bar and they wear their tracksuits and they go out <laughs> together in their tracksuits and she's one of them i don't really know who's behind the whole thing but i definitely want to do a story on it yeah because i'm very intrigued 
Uh, yeah, I've never heard of this, and now I'm like, do I do we need to get tracksuits? Makes me want to come up with all other kinds of costumes, sort of. Oriented I know that's what we used to do with our bus. Our bus, we would have a, we would have a yeah. theme, and everyone would dress yeah. accordingly. And uh, I, could, I could cool. get everyone to wear silly hats or bunny ears or whatever I asked or... them to do. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> it was so yeah. fun. Straight up, yeah, and that's exactly what you can do with uh, adults. Could have to do kid beard things. Night. You, uh, yes. it's the only one I can go. That's to. That's what I'm doing <laughs> the summer camp. That and I'll have a tracksuit. You can get a tracksuit. Suit. They're not that hard to get. Just go to a thrift store. I'm sure yeah. you can find one. Yeah. And then you're going to be a bald white guy. I think in the a less cool it is, exactly. the cooler you look. It's kind of like the ugly sweater thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, and I mean, that was you talking about like adults love doing kid things. It's yeah. 100%. It's, Responsibilities are hard. We need yeah. a break sometimes. I, I and, you know, a little silliness goes a long way. I have, I have a dinosaur onesie, the, the, <laughs> the nice. Kuragamas, like with the full tail. It was technically a Halloween costume, but it's also that same thing where I'm like, yeah, if it's cold, I'm going to wear it and I'll have to move the tail around a little bit and I'll be fine. But it's that aspect. It keeps. It keeps you having fun because the, you know, I don't like using the word normal that much, but the normal world, quote unquote, is daunting. It sucks a lot of the times. You have to deal with stuff that you don't necessarily want to. So when you get to interject the fun into it, a little left. And you can't a drink all day long. So you got to have some other. Well, you can fun. try. <laughs> but you can't smoke pot all day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if people are interested in, um, if this excites them and they want to be a part of uh, the weekly volcano or the myriad of projects that you have, um, but just kind of focusing on the volcano at this point, if somebody wants to write articles, if someone wants to do photos, if someone wants to help out in sort of any aspect, uh, can they? Uh, should they contact you? Yeah, reach out to me. You never know. I'm I'm pulling in a lot of the old writers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean old like age. I just mean like people that previous, previous yeah. veteran, Pe- veteran. No, no, that's not right either. But professionals. Yeah. There we go. Pre- I'm bringing in the professionals, professionals. <laughs> but I'm also going to be building um, influencers out of people you haven't met yet that are fabulous. Cool. Yeah, that's the, another exciting thing about the volcano is. We get to expand on the print now because of social media, because of the influencer Mm -hmm. era. um, We get to dive into that aspect. We get to have little videos to go with our stories. You know, we we get to um, have things in the moment where, you know, since we're only going to be printing once a month, there might be something that's time sensitive. Go to the website or go to the Facebook or the Instagram or whatever and find out about it there. And so it's been really Really fun. Also, another really daunting task, like a whole other three full-time jobs to run the social media oh, and yeah. to oh, make, know. <laughs> make, making the content and all of that. But it's all stuff we're really excited and passionate about. So That's amazing. And just the, the simple fact that you know, you're putting it together, community-focused, is why we're super happy to have both of you on, Angela Voxy. Like, as you're continuing on, feel free to reach out again. Yep. We will be more than happy to have you on to talk about the new projects, the new fun things you've got going on because you're doing exactly what we're trying to do, which is just embrace Tacoma yes. and mm-hmm. show everyone again, like you were talking about, like show them how cool it is, how neat we all the different things, all the different art. It's again, not about drinking all the time. You can yeah. drink in Tacoma, but you can also do many, many, many other things. Yes. <laughs> we, we do love our beer in Tacoma, but there is more. Yes. Yep. 100%. And I want to, I want to glow up all the people that are doing content creation around Tacoma. And I do want to cover some of the news stuff, but I don't, I don't like the fact that we never had our own news station. And whenever they give us any attention up in Seattle, it's always something bad happened. Oh, yeah. You know, so I, I really want to start talking about the good stuff. That's or at least finding the the happy ending after the bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. for the heroes in that situation. Try to what in- is the solution that we're working on or what is the thing that's preventing us from getting to the solution? Why don't we brainstorm around that a little bit more and keep people a little bit more informed about what's going on mm-hmm. in a positive way? Exactly. Increase the positivity and it's you can always highlight a problem, but if you can come back and then even if it's not the right solution at the time, but being able to offer solutions or those that are working on the solution, get people in a or room who do them. have yeah. good ideas and, and figure it out together. Mm-hmm. 100%. 
Angela Voxy, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate the time that you spent with us. Again, people can find it at weekly-volcano.com, but looking on all of the social media, if you just search for Duchess of Downtown, boom, on the Instagram right there, you can find out a lot of information about that. If you're intrigued about summer camp, send a message, see what's going on, and participate in all that. Yes. Thank you for having us. So, uh, so happy that you guys were able to come on. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you want to check out some of our older episodes, maybe this is just a new one that you found out, go to gritcitypodcast.com. You can also participate in our Discord, and you can listen to us live or just talk with us and sometimes see some weird gifts and uh, all sorts of weird different pictures that we've got going on. Yeah, it tends to happen every now and then. It does, it does. It start people chatting. Get, yeah, people get a little restless, and they have a little <laughs> bit of fun and have some fun with that. And then you also get word on some of our cool uh, live events. We're yep. going to be at the Grit City Comic Show. We are coming up uh, this year, and I think we're going to do some big doings with that one. I feel like we're going to have some fun with that. Yeah, so, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, so you can find all of that on our Discord. You can also find uh, all of our stuff on our website, on our socials. And gosh, until next time, guys, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. <laughs>